Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Green Behavior Podcast. My name is Brittany Sierra and I'm your host. Truth be told, I'm not entirely sold on the name. Coming up with a clever title has never really been my forte and finding a name that fully encompassed sustainability, fashion, psychology, behavioral science, it was definitely a challenge. But nevertheless, I am so excited for this podcast. If you are connected with me on LinkedIn or are a community member of the Sustainable Fashion Forum, y'all know I am constantly pushing my love of psychology and behavioral science on (laughs) y'all. And I am so excited to have my corner of the internet, my corner of the podcasting world to share my thoughts, my musings, theoretical discussions, observations, interviews with really cool people about all things related to behavioral science, sustainability, and fashion, and their potential to shape a more sustainable future. I've been in the sustainable fashion space for eight years now. I think it might be a little bit longer than that, but let's just say eight years as the founder and CEO of the Sustainable Fashion Forum. But it really wasn't until the past few years that I discovered my passion for understanding the psychology of consumer behavior and how it intersects with sustainability, fashion, and business. When we talk about sustainability, inevitably, the conversation goes to the power of the consumer to influence change and drive sustainability initiatives forward. From enabling circular systems to scaling next-gen materials, customers play a very important role in driving the fashion industry towards a more sustainable future. I think we're pretty unanimous as a community that there is power in the consumer. However, Where I see a gap is acknowledging the power of the consumer on the one hand, and on the other hand, actually grasping the intricate nuances of consumer behavior, which is actually human behavior, and leveraging these insights into the products, into the services, into the business models, into the experiences that we are creating in order to change consumer behavior and move the needle on sustainability. Take fast fashion, for example, and I love using fast fashion because I feel like this is, it's a really good way to illustrate the influence of psychology on our behavior, on consumer behavior, and why it's so important, why psychology and behavioral science and understanding our intrinsic human needs, wants, and desires is so important when it comes to moving the needle in sustainability. So when people talk about the success of fast fashion, it's always attributed to the attractive combination of low prices and trendy clothing. And yes, you know, that's true. But I feel like this only scratches the surface of what's actually driving the success of fast fashion. Fashion is often dismissed as being superficial, but there is so much more psychologically that's happening in terms of fashion than I think a lot of people realize. It reminds me a lot of that scene in The Devil Wears Prada where Miranda was schooling Andy on the cerulean sweater and how it was very intentional that she ended up purchasing that sweater and, you know, how it ended up in her closet. People tend to think that clothing is just clothing. It's just clothes. There's nothing more to it. 
But the reality is that fashion really reflects this complex interplay of societal, economic, and psychological factors that are formed by our personal identity, by societal norms, and by the deep-seated human desires, wants, and needs that we all have. As humans, we want to belong. It's a fundamental aspect of human nature. And from an evolutionary perspective, belonging to a group or to a community, it offered safety, it offered support, it offered increased chances of survival. And this innate drive to connect with others and to form these social bonds, it continues to influence human behavior today. You can see it in relationships, you can see it in wanting to belong to social groups, in wanting to belong to cultural identities. And in the context of fashion, belonging plays a massive role in shaping consumer behavior, what people buy and what they don't buy, what people want and what they don't want. People often seek validation from their peers and their social circles. And this validation can come you know, in the form of receiving compliments on their appearance or being admired for their sense of style or you know, admired for something that they have. Fashion choices are a way for individuals to seek approval and affirmation from others. And so people may be inclined, like more inclined to purchase trendy items or viral items because they think that it's going to give them positive attention and validation within their social circle. The desire for acceptance is closely related to the need to belong, which is why sometimes you'll see people will buy things that they don't necessarily care about themselves, but because it's cool or considered to be you know, like a hot thing within their social circle, then now all of a sudden they want it or now all of a sudden that, you know, they they buy it. And that's because people feel pressure to conform to certain fashion norms or trends that are prevalent within their social group or the community that they belong to. And this pressure to fit in can influence their purchasing decisions, making them buy things, buy clothing, buy, buy accessories that align with the expectations of their peers. Fashion is a massive form of social signaling where people use clothing and accessories to communicate information about themselves to others. And this can include, you know, aspects of their personality, their social status, their interests. For example, wearing designer labels or luxury brands may signal wealth and status. Even among sustainability folks, there's a certain aesthetic and certain items that, you know, people tend to have that signals outwardly that this person cares about sustainability. I think about it a lot living in the Pacific Northwest of people who hike and do like a lot of outdoorsy type things. There's definitely a vibe. There's definitely a look. There are definitely certain things that are stereotypical amongst people in this community who live in this area, you know, and that without even saying anything when you look at them you assume oh they probably hike all the time they probably have dogs they probably are work in some sort of creative field they probably ride their bike to work like there's just certain things that you automatically assume about people based on what they have and that's a very human thing to do to buy things to fit into a particular group that either you aspire to be a part of or that you actually are a part of what is so insidious about fast fashion is that fast fashion brands really leverage these desires for social validation, for acceptance, for social signaling by offering affordable and trendy clothing within like all these different social groups that allows customers to project a certain image or identity to the outside world. 
through marketing strategies, through branding strategies, through influencer marketing, through all of these different tools, brands really create this aspirational narrative that resonates with their target audience, with their target community, tapping into the underlining motivations and desires for social connection and acceptance. When it comes to changing consumer behavior or getting consumers to participate in sustainability-minded program services, etc. This is what I think we're getting wrong. Understanding the psychological triggers of unsustainable consumption is incredibly important if we want to transition the fashion industry towards a more sustainable model. We have to be able to connect with consumers, aka humans, innate desires for social acceptance, for self-expression, and belonging, period, as the cool kids would say. In my professional journey, I've been deeply inspired by a quote from the Dalai Lama. Um, You know, when I was building the Sustainable Fashion Forum, as I talk about psychology, like in everything that I do, I've been really inspired by this quote. And it's, know the rules well so that you can break them effectively. I put my own spin on this quote and I remixed it to be, in order to break the rules, you have to understand the rules. Here's the thing. Fast fashion is playing by a certain playbook. And if we are trying to counteract that, we can't think that saying buy less, buy better is going to be enough to change consumer behavior when fast fashion brands are literally tapping into the intrinsic human wants and needs that we all have in order to get us to buy and consume. When it comes to changing consumer behavior, the conversation is almost always around education and how education is this catalyst to transform mindsets and to foster this shift towards more sustainability-minded behavior. I definitely agree that education is important. At the Sustainable Fashion Forum, that's really the bulk of what we do is educate. But I definitely don't think it's enough to change consumer behavior. More and more people are being educated on the environmental and social impacts of their purchasing decisions. And because of this, we are definitely seeing a lot more people calling out brands for their social and environmental impacts, their negative impacts. And we see a lot more people being vocal about what they want from brands and what they want from the communities that they're a part of. And yet, ultra fast fashion brands are still growing and overconsumption is still being glorified. People say that they care about sustainability, and to some degree, I believe that they really do. But I also think that the human desire to want to fit in, to want to belong, to want to be accepted, to want to project, you know, a particular image to the world, social signaling, those are all very strong motivating factors for people when it comes to their purchasing decisions. In my mind, this is a big contributing factor to why we see the attitude behavioral gap where people say they care about sustainability and they're even willing to pay more for products that are made with sustainability in mind, but then their actions, what they're actually purchasing and buying, doesn't add up. For me, this is where the sustainability conversation and the sustainability movement is falling short. We're essentially coming to the fight with a stick and fast fashion has a knife. (laughs) Or to make it less violent, (laughs) it's apples and oranges, where fast fashion is coming with the apples and we're coming with the oranges and we're expecting, you know, there to be this shift and we're expecting, you know, consumers to 
move over to the sustainability side because we're throwing these really scary stats and we're throwing like all this knowledge and information and thinking that that is going to be enough to make them change. And in some ways it is. And there's a lot more acknowledgement and conversation happening, which is great. But we're not seeing a lot of behavior changes. We keep telling people to buy less, buy better. And there, there's just so much more happening that telling someone to buy less, buy better is not going to be enough. In my mind, understanding the psychological triggers of unsustainable consumption is crucial for the fashion industry to transition to a more sustainable model. And I'm not just talking about from the consumer standpoint, I'm also talking about changing the minds of those within companies. We'll get into more of that in later episodes, but in order to truly shift consumer behavior, it's imperative that we address the psychological triggers that are actually fueling our purchasing decisions. Consumers are humans who are influenced by their emotions, by their identities, by social norms. And I think recognizing consumers as humans and the the deeper nuances and the varied emotions and motivations that we all have is crucial for developing more effective strategies for engaging consumers and creating sustainable products, experiences, services, etc., that actually speak to the needs and the wants and the desires of the folks that we're trying to get to participate. And that we just, like, I have, I kind of have, like, feelings about the, the term buy less, buy better, the mantra buy less, buy better. But I think we need to have a more nuanced understanding of the psychological facets that influence what and why we buy. I always feel like I have to make this disclaimer because inevitably this will come up whenever I talk about changing consumer behavior and psychology. Exploring ways to influence consumer behavior as a strategy for change. It's not diminishing or excusing governments and brands of their roles in enacting you know, policy changes, implementing uh, sustainability practices, upholding social and environmental responsibilities. Like it's not at all about shrinking responsibilities or deflecting accountability, but instead it's about understanding the power of the collective consumer and, and, and understanding that that shouldn't be underestimated, right? Like our roadmap to addressing fashion's most pressing problems demands a multifaceted approach and a collective effort from all stakeholders, which does include consumers. And so, you know, I always feel like I have to say, like, I support legislation, I support economic incentives, and other strategies that are aimed at fostering sustainable, you know, consumer behaviors and operational practices within the fashion industry as a whole. But I also believe that understanding human behavior and Leveraging psychological principles can also be a tool for change. Leveraging the strengths of legal frameworks and economic motivators and psychological insights, to me, represents a multi-pronged strategy that embodies a holistic approach to driving sustainable change within the fashion industry. To me, this is how we address the complex and the multifaceted challenges, and opportunities that the fashion industry is facing. The sustainability narrative needs to evolve from the simplistic mantra of buy less, buy better, to a more nuanced understanding of the psychological facets that truly influence why and what we buy. So, ladies and gents, this 
is what we'll be exploring on the Green Behavior Podcast. I cannot wait. In each episode, we'll dive into the intricate nuances of human behavior, and we'll explore how to leverage this knowledge to move the needle on consumer behavior and positively shape the future of sustainability in fashion. I have a really incredible lineup of folks that are going to be joining me on the podcast, from neuroscientists to professors to marketers to consultants to, uh, I said professors, (laughs) to researchers. I have so many cool people and so many knowledgeable people that are going to be joining me on the podcast to talk about how we can create better products, better services, better experiences that make a meaningful impact. So make sure to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast with your friends and your colleagues who also are interested in the intersection of fashion, sustainability, and psychology. And I'll meet you back here for the next episode.